0: I'm Luke Summerhaze, and I love swine up. Apparently, wild boar are a constant concern when climbing mountains in Japan. I first noticed a lot of warning signs on this subject around Fushimi Inari in Kyoto, the gorgeous mountainside shrine with the 10,000 torii gates. I climbed this mountain many times, at all different times of day, exploring odd little side paths, and yet I never saw hide nor hair of a boar here in Nagano, where I really got into hiking. I also see and hear warning signs about dangerous boar. Sometimes I'll come across other parties of hikers and they'll act like I'm crazy for traveling alone when there are such dangerous wild animals around. One time, my friend Matty and I climbed to an abandoned castle in the snow, and we saw some signs and tracks of what may have been a boar's nest, but we still didn't see the elusive beasties. Maybe these wild boar just aren't that common anymore, or maybe I've just been lucky so far, and any Day now I'm going to be gored to death by 30 to 50 feral hogs, and Andy will have to take over podcasting duties full-time. Watch this space. Swineup is a cute little dollop of a Pokémon, ostensibly a fluffy little boar cub. Beneath its long fur and with its tiny little feet, it doesn't appear to have much more body shape than a tribble. The name Swinub comes from the fact that it is a swine and its most distinctive feature is its little snub nose. Pokémon Gold tells us, It rubs its snout on the ground to find and dig up food. It sometimes discovers hot springs. And Pokémon Crystal told us, It uses the tip of its nose to dig for food. Its nose is so tough that even frozen ground poses no problem. Swinup's nose is so sensitive, it doesn't really need its other senses. Swinub's eyes are almost always closed. In fact, the only official look we've ever had at its open eyes was in a single panel of the Pokemon Adventures manga. The Japanese name for Swinub is Urimu, combining the Japanese name for a boar piglet and the sound of pig mix, boop-boop in Japanese, rather than our oink-oink. In the anime, Dawn had a Swinub. It wasn't very strong, but it was kind and affectionate. Later, I had a grumpy and temperamental adolescence. This happens to all swine-up eventually when, at level 33, they evolve into pyloswine. swine is a taller, even more shaggy-furred boar, with some nice tusks and eyes that can't even be seen under all that hair. As an aggressive wild boar found in snowy mountain areas, it reminds me even more of the elusive wild boar of Japan, or the Buldrome from Monster Hunter, which fulfilled the same role. Pokémon Ruby tells us, Piloswine is covered by a thick coat of long hair that enables it to endure the freezing cold. This Pokémon uses its tusks to dig up food that has been buried under ice. Piloswine's long hair and humped back resemble those of a yak, another famous cold weather mountain mammal. As Pyloswine's body shape makes it a little difficult to tell the difference between its head and body, the hump shape also resembles the tall head traditionally associated with the Yeti, the infamous snowy cryptid. Pokémon Crystal tells us, Although its legs are short, its rugged hooves prevent it from slipping, even on icy ground. Speaking of icy ground, Pyloswine is an ice and ground type Pokémon, a typing unique to this family. While this typing has a few weaknesses, particularly to all three starter types, it has a couple of immunities and a lot of resistances. It was also super effective against the biggest threats in the game back in Generation 2, Raikou and Zapdos. Of course, this Pokémon really gets competitive at the next level. Although Piloswine could learn Ancient Power in earlier generations, from the fourth generation if we level one up, which knows this move, it can evolve to a powerful prehistoric form, Mamoswine. Piloswine had some small tusks befitting a wild boar. As Mamoswine, those tusks have grown to elephantine proportions. Combined with an increased size to that name, it's no mystery where Mamoswine's inspiration comes from. Diamond and Pearl tell us, Its impressive tusks are made of ice. The population thinned when it turned warm after the Ice Age. And Platinum has a fun little story for us. A frozen one was dug up from soil dating back 10,000 years. It woke up to much amazement. The Woolly Mammoth and its close cousin the Mastodon were prehistoric relatives to modern elephants with long shaggy fur and great size and strength. They were prevalent in the Ice Age and some mammoths were still alive as recently as when the Great Pyramids of Giza were being constructed. Here in the Nagano Valley, there actually lived a unique species of hair elephant, known as the Nauman's Elephant. An animatronic one graces the Nagano History Museum, and Lake Najiri to the north of the city is very proud of this paleontological significance. Not only is there a museum of the creature, and a family of statues by the road, but every sign and building in the whole town is decorated with little images of the animal. Pokémon Sword tells us, This Pokémon can be spotted in wall paintings from as far back as 10,000 years ago. For a while, it was thought to have gone extinct. And Pokémon Shield says, It looks strong, and that's exactly what it is. As the weather grows colder, its ice tusks grow longer, thicker, and more impressive. Mammoth Swine, appropriately enough, is a big, tough beast. Mammoth in both size and stats, it was a viable alternative competitive pick, all the way through from its introduction generation 4, through to the end of the 6th generation, even reaching some tournament finals. Ground and Ice are effective against a couple of the most popular types, Ice and Dragon, so Mammoth Swine could really clean up. I'm always fascinated to think how recently my ancestors interacted with the majestic mammoths. If I could be friends with a rounder cuter version of those same behemoths, that'd be pretty cool. Music for Luke Love's Pokemon is by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Piloswine was designed by Shigeki Morimata. If you've enjoyed listening and you want to help me be able to keep hosting the podcast online, please consider supporting at patreon.com slash Luke PKMN. Just a dollar a month would help out, and in return, you can listen to episodes a week early. I love it when people get in touch with the podcast. You can contact us via Twitter or Facebook at LukeLoveSpeakAMen, or through a review on iTunes or your podcasting app of choice. Our next couple of monsters will be Corsola, and of course that will include Galarian Corsola, and then Remoraid. Feel free to get in touch not just about those, but any monster. And if somehow you're not sick of my voice yet, Check out my other podcast. It's called Matt and Luke's Sci-Fi Sanctuary, and you can find it on Twitter at MLSFSpod, or on your podcasting app of choice. It's not like this podcast, and it's not so family-friendly, but if you see a film you like on the feed, why not check it out? I love Swine Up, and remember, I love you too.